catch those springtime vibes all over Arizona. Break out of the winter blues by hitting the water at one of our lake and river parks. Take a hike among the wildflowers. Just make sure to stay on the trails and leave the flowers for the bees. Discover Arizona's best kept secret and visit azstateparks.com slash amazing to start your springtime adventure. It's Thursday, and you know what that means. That means it's time to ignite the dynamite the day after the dynamite. And I'm Will Washington. Hello there, folks. I'm not alone here because I'm joined by my right-hand man, I guess, Technically, uh, when we're doing uh, Grapsity, he's not quite to my right. He's like below. Uh, mm-hmm. But nonetheless, it's Mr. Righteous Reg. It's your boy in the building, your favorite rapper, your favorite writer, your favorite podcaster here. It's Thursday. It's not Saturday. My song didn't play before the show started. It always feels weird when we just go right into <laughs> it. But it's Dad with the Dad, Will Washington. Hey, man, thanks for having me. What a great time to be on. I had a lot of fun yesterday tweeting about this show, so I'd love to talk about it some more. Yeah, well, you know. Um, well, and, and also, like, we are probably two of the busiest media guys in the world right now. Like, how, I wanted to know if you're beating me because I'm doing six out of seven days I'm podcasting this week. Uh, let me and think. I know it's pretty close because I know you've been in these podcast streets. Let me see. Yesterday brother. I did Quizzlemania. Mm-hmm. Uh, got robbed. Heard about that little <laughs> robbery? I heard about it. I, heard I about got it. robbed. <laughs> and as as I told Denise, uh, where is it? It's still sitting here. <laughs> Come on, yeah, no, for reals. Like Denise, how are you gonna do this? Yeah. These are, I thought you guys were friends out here. Guess not. Well, either way. Uh, so, yeah, I did Quizzlemania yesterday. Um, yet, day before that, we released the Red Velvet podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, also, uh, I just had uh, Beyond the Bells. Yeah. Um, got to interview Holiday and Janai Kai. Uh, both great interviews. I'll say, though, that uh, if you're not a subscriber to Women's Wrestling Army, um, shame on you. You should be. Because we did an extended uh interview with holiday and right at the top of the extended portion of the interview i discover that holiday is a trekkie we get to geek out for a second she shows me her her klingon staff it's great uh and shout out holiday um this was just a, a great time and yeah i guess i'm not doing grapsity this week Oh, uh, that's no, I right. Don't have that. I'm not I do have one over so on you. I forgot. You could have added one, but yes, right. let's go. But baby. then uh, I've got a big teams. one coming up. I am doing another Beyond the Bells on Monday, and I've got a really big guest. You know who it is. Uh, but yeah. yeah, so just some great stuff all around. I am enjoying awesome. it. But yeah. day after Dynamite, I get to talk about Dynamite the day after. And mm-hmm. I got to do some dad stuff. You notice the show, those watching right now, thanks for everybody jumping in. Uh, it's a little later than usual because I was at a picnic with my kids. Um, I guess it was a work picnic, actually. It was a work mm-hmm. picnic at my job, but they were like bringing the kids, and it was a whole luau thing. And, There's a slip and uh, slide. Uh, no slip and slide. Two no, bouncing man, houses. Does, are slip and slides the things anymore, or am I just like still stuck in the 90s or whatever? I, I haven't seen so. one in a I've really been, long time, honestly. I haven't seen one in a long time either, but I assume they are. Yeah. Uh, my 
they did like bouncing houses and my kids got their faces painted. Billy got a balloon lion. Uh, it, was, it was great stuff. Mm-hmm. But uh, although the balloon animal guy was like not very nice. Uh, oh. He was just like, uh, like some kid was like, can I get another one? He's like, no, go away. Wow. <laughs> just like... Wow. Why you like, already... a kid's picnic, bro? What's going on with you? <laughs> sad out here i mean it's rough outside i i understand yeah. he's like you know fuck this job probably but yo not the kids yo you gotta let the kids get it <laughs> off man yep don't forget to send us your super chats uh like a boy van twin blade is that hollywood salcedo aka denise mcmahon aka <laughs> dork niece <laughs> hashtag quizzlemania's job <laughs> hashtag justice for will also high reg hey what's Thank up you. van twin blade always in the buildings when it's podcasting going on with your boys Yep. Uh, and you know, it's funny. Yeah, I see Pile Driver Finisher in the chat is saying that uh, his captain is Picard. Um, I agree. That was, and that's all it is, captain as well. So there's it's great stuff out there. Um, but hey, this is Dynamite. We're talking day after Dynamite. We're talking yep. Dynamite and the things that happened on the show last night. And as I say this, I realize I forgot to pull up the results that I usually have them on the screen over here. <laughs> what uh, not happened that I, on this not show? That I don't remember. Know. No, I, of course, remember. <laughs> I don't even have to pull it up to start with because we kicked off with Brian Danielson. Yep, of course, yep. Brian Danielson was here mm-hmm. to let us know what's going down. Uh, he had to address the two matches that everybody is anticipating him being in. Yep. It's the thing everybody wanted to see more than anything else. It's supposed to be Brian Danielson versus Zack Sabre Jr. That's the match we all want. Well, guess what? You're not getting it. No, nope, not this time. Yep, keep waiting. And I thought about what Brian said, too, because I noticed he did come out of the heel tunnel, and I looked at him like... I love that part. <laughs> I was like, he is... Like, at the beginning of his entrance, he comes out, and I'm like, he is still coming out of that tunnel. That's that's weird, because, like, mm-hmm. uh, Moxley, well, he doesn't come out of any tunnel. He doesn't come, come out, out of tunnel. Right, and uh, but nobody else from Blackpool Combat Club comes out of that tunnel. It's just right. the Brian thing. Mm-hmm. So uh, I was like, it's weird that he still comes out of there. But uh, and it's not like the wrestlers don't know. There's literally a sign in Gorilla that says heel and face. Yeah, no, and, he knows what he's doing. He knows which tunnel he's coming. And like out of. wrestlers yeah. know, okay, I'm a heel. I gotta walk this way. My face, I walk this way. It's there. Uh, they know, even though I guess logically. The logic of it, I assume, is supposed to be that like they lead to different locker rooms. It's always yeah, been exactly that. My... It's kayfabe. There's not the heels in the face in the same locker room. They'd be fighting back there if they were in the same yeah. locker room. So it's supposed to be this one leads to this locker room. This one mm-hmm. leads there. But like we've seen too much of the gorilla position. It's literally the same right place. It's just to... being the elite every week, where they show exactly <laughs> where the wrestlers walk through. <laughs> right. No, they don't lead to different locker rooms. No. Um, <laughs> and we've seen being to the being the elite where they're all in the same locker room. So yeah, mm-hmm. except for the Bucks because yeah. they're rich. Yes, and CM Punk he gets his own too. Yeah. Uh, Sting too. Um, but. Anyway. Oh yeah, I remember seeing that sign backstage where it's like, "Here's all the people that have that are, you know, above <laughs> <laughs> the big time uh, players over here." Yep. No, but uh, so Brian comes out and he's going to address blood and guts. He's going to address um, the forbidden, forbidden door. door. Yeah. Yes. And so the question is, uh, I'm sorry, I got to read the super chat. Um, it's Mike from Indeed says, happy Thursday, media man Reg and the king of nipples together on a Thursday. The king of nipples? What's going uh, on here? <laughs> what happened here? 
<laughs> All right. So yesterday on um, on uh, Quizlemania, mm-hmm. you know they do the de- guess the nipples game, right? I don't know how I how I guess you knew all the nipples. As I did. Gotcha. Okay. No, I'm caught right up. I'm caught all the way up. <laughs> but like, the, so the worst part too is that I'm sitting there, and you can see it happen in real time, where mm-hmm. like they bring up the nipples on screen, and I'm like, I just kind of say out loud, I'm like, is that Ezekiel? And they're like, yep. it is Ezekiel. And I'm I like, have those nipples. Mm-hmm. Like I should I shouldn't know that. And then uh, after that, uh, I forgot the other one I guessed, but it was just random, and I was like. Madcap Moss and, <laughs> and Denise like, all yes. the worst nipples too. She's like, it's Madcap Moss. I'm like, fuck, I shouldn't know these. <laughs> I shouldn't know these. But I especially did, so. Madcap Moss. Well, come on, man. Damn. How do we even say his name on this is Dynamite Podcast? And his I, name still got brought up. I'm so pissed. Sure, fine. See you on Sunday. He said, Who? I came out of the bad guy tunnel. I'm not telling you, but I'm not. Uh, I'm not telling you, but I'm not telling Zach Saber Jr. either. I love you, Brian. That was so, great. He's, yeah. He's so, the best. so Brian gives us the bad news. The bad news is that he is injured, um, uh, and he will not be able to compete at either of the two events, Blood and Guts or Forbidden Door. So the Zach Saber Jr. match he won't be in, and he also will not be in the big cage match, which I think yeah. we are all looking forward to seeing. Um, both things, honestly, we've been waiting for. I think he was either one of the two or three most important people on the AEW side where people were like, Who's Brian gonna face? Who's Brian gonna face? Who's Brian gonna yeah. face? And now we're, I mean, and funny enough, the Zack Sabre Jr. match has been a match that's been requested for years now. They've wrestled maybe in 2008, like late of uh, the early 2000s, and people have been craving this match for so many years. It was mm-hmm. so close. The closest I know. I hope that they still been. But I hope they still uh, do pull something off, even just yeah. like in the summer. Or not in the summer, but like in the fall. If right. you can, just do it. Right. Uh, like we don't need the Forbidden Door as an event to have Brian Daniels. To have that match. Right. Mm-hmm. So after uh so after he confirms that he won't be there, he says, you know. Two pieces of good news. Good news is that uh, he's still functional. He will be able to, he will be cleared eventually that this isn't like a career in This isn't it. Yeah. Uh, but the question is, who's the replacement? And Brian said he's not going to tell us. Damn it. Uh- <laughs> I thought this person was coming out. I was like, yes, here we go. Here it is. Yeah. Nope. And, and, but this. yeah, he was like, I came out of the bad guy tunnel. Right. I ain't telling you shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so that was a good little swerve on us. But yeah, right. uh, who's it going to be? Well, you know, everybody has kind of guessed the same thing. I mm-hmm. guessed immediately. I was like, well, everything Brian is describing sounds like yeah. Claudio. Yeah. <laughs> like mm-hmm. the way he's talking, he's talking about somebody that he would trust to take his place. Right. And he said it's somebody coming into the Blackpool Combat Club. I thought that right. was an important detail. Yep. Uh, and this person is also taking his place in Blood and Guts. So right. it's not just like somebody coming in for a one-time thing. And he said that they're coming into AEW. Right. So it's not somebody also already on the roster. Because I've seen Mm-mm. some people guessing guys who are like already there. But 
Claudio makes the most sense. It makes the most sense. I went right to the group chat after the Brian Pro yeah. one said, see Claudio on Sunday. Because they set me? it right up for that. You know what I mean? Like My eight-year-old son is yelling, it's Cesaro. It's got to yeah, be Cesaro. Yeah, I mean, and I'm like, okay, an eight-year-old got this. If like, an eight-year-old's <laughs> got it, it has to be what it was. And Yuda uh, just did that uh, interview where he was talking about Claudio, too, saying he'd love to see where he's going to come or go or whatever, like, They've been setting this up. We all know how Brian feels about Claudio. They were going to bat for each other their whole WWE career. So it's only fitting the Regal thing. Regal's attached to everybody yeah. that's in that, you know, so it all makes sense that it's Claudio. There's a couple of other guesses. I mean, it doesn't 100% have to be Claudio. I it mean, could some people be, are you know, Johnny Gargano. Yeah, Johnny um, Gargano is one that's been uh talked about and today he just tweeted that he's going to be in chicago it's not like, a coincidence, coincidence. <laughs> it is a coincidence yeah. he didn't know that this is going to happen yeah 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 we all believe you johnny gargano totally <laughs> perfect right and also the uh, roh world champion jonathan gresham um he's been talked about for a while um him and zach saber jr have a showdown coming eventually too brian and jonathan gresham have a showdown coming so but i mean Brian pretty much set it up as like Brian has talked about Claudio as like his guy for so long. long That's his dude. They go back to Ring of Honor, Um, which, by the way, like the perfect name to honor uh, Ring of Honor, by the way, in the uh, relaunch. But uh, just in the way that uh, just in the. And that's another thing. If they do another Hall of Fame induction for Ring of Honor like they did mm-hmm. this past year, that's another one that, like, I don't know. But, um, although, I mean, Claudio, I don't know. He's more of a Chikara name than anything Yeah, else. yeah, yeah. I think so, too. He has some <laughs> attachments to Ring of Honor, but, you know. But, yeah, going in, he could definitely be a name that's over there, too. Like, he just fits so many roles honestly in every like not just AEW not just New Japan in every company ever he's such a great get so if it is him no one's going to be upset everybody's going to be super excited and then we get to see this match if it is him Claudio and Zack Sabre Jr. and they're just gonna tear the whole house down so you know, on a card fill of crazy stuff this is going to be some crazy stuff you know and i would also love to i mean like blood and guts with like... blood and guts he has the uh <laughs> past the long long super history pass with eddie kingston that's like real things there's fake there's all kinds of stuff that story is just a story to be told can they coexist who knows who will ever know it's just this is just such an intriguing thing man like they got a crazy week of wrestling coming up yeah uh and i saw this question on twitter Corey in the chat is asking mm-hmm. uh is it a bad look that besides max caster there are currently no african-american talent booked for forbidden door at this point I'll see that two ways. One, uh, I see it as a uh, who without tokening the position would you put in that role right mm-hmm. now? So there's that question I would ask. But then I ask the question of, but why aren't they in that role? Mm-hmm. So there's two ways to look at that. Uh, yeah, I I pretty much accounted to new japan i'm like new japan wants most of the people that are connected to this event to somehow have been or are connected to them and like Mm -hmm. what there's one swerve is like the only one that's what doing new japan strong and he's he hasn't been doing like there's no one that's like directly connected to both of the things that could be put into that spot 
they could have definitely figured out a way to do it. Like, uh, I'm not going to sit here and say that it couldn't have happened, but you know, you know how these things work. Right. Um, I'm not super upset yeah. about it. Uh, and they're saying Keith Lee and Swerve. I know they're having a match. Um, I want to say, I think it's happening at the Blood and Guts show against, mm -hmm. like, they're doing the big blow off with um, uh, Team Taz. Yeah. Uh, they both, they shot two matches for the, uh, those two teams at um, Elevation this week. And then they're going to have the big blow off match on the Blood and Guts show. I don't know if it's going to be taped on the Rampage. I mean, hmm. Now I think about it, it's got to be done with two rings no matter what. <laughs> but yeah. mm -hmm. uh, but it's either going to be on the Dynamite like before that match or on the Rampage after the fact. But either way. They're doing both tapings on the same day? They're going to do Rampage and Dynamite uh, at Blood and Guts. Mm. So like Rampage is going to just have two rings the whole show. I see. <laughs> Interesting. It'll be like the old WCW days. I love it. Yeah. Um I mean, I personally would have done just like two blood and guts matches because right, like, like that, I think we were talking about it. Uh, yeah, I talked recently. about that before. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but I, uh, they haven't announced the one, so I don't think they are. Right. Uh, so we kick off into the first match. First match was a uh, six man tag that saw Fucking barn burner baby Orange Cassidy back in there with. Uh, Rapungi Vice taking on the team of Will Ospreay, mm -hmm. his third AEW match, uh, and Aussie Open. All three Holy matches shit. have been fire. Yeah, yeah, all it's crazy. This one though, uh, I feel like Orange Cassidy had a lot to prove to people here, and he mm -hmm. was going to prove it. And we just talked about Chikara, and this was old Chikara Orange Cassidy right yeah. here. This was it on display. Yeah. Well, so you know, because everybody's been asking, wait, you're gonna do Will Ospreay versus Orange Cassidy? Like those who knew what this was gonna be were like, ah, I'm cool with this. Yeah. But there are a lot of people who are like, nah, I don't want to see Orange Cassidy doing a comedy shtick against Will Ospreay. And Orange Cassidy didn't hear. He was He's like, not. Nah. He came straight yeah. in because. I even heard somebody say, oh, we know the Orange Cassidy match. He, he does the sluggish thing for a few minutes, and then he kicks he kicks in and shows he can wrestle. And that we've seen that before. And Orange Cassidy came into this match like, nah, I'm going to just come in to fucking wrestle. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't have to do. Like, you know, I'll do a couple of spots. like this. Orange Cassidy not fucking around with y'all. He came in to show y'all that he can work. Everybody keeps talking about. People, you hear it online all the time. They're sick, sick of his stuff. He needs to switch it up. He needs to do this. But why? No, you don't. No. What, why? <laughs> I think he's doing just fine. Like, I think he's great. And he showed right here that when it's time to go, it's fucking time to go. Speaking of which, though, I heard that uh, this week, yeah, there may be something. I, I, I need to confirm it, mm -hmm. but I heard something cool is coming when it comes to Orange Cassidy for Forbidden Door. Mm. Um, and if I confirm it, I will... Uh, just tweet confirmed, but uh, <laughs> but uh, I, I heard about this one particular thing, and I forgot to ask the one person in AEW who would absolutely know. But uh, Tony Khan, so <laughs> I could do that, but it's funny when I like reach out to Tony with like stuff like that of like rumors I've heard, he'll just like leave it on like he won't even confirm like right. not even like a no comment it's just the he just moves the, on yeah no nah, yeah, I, right I, I get it. left i get left on red mm -hmm. if i'm ever like look 
at least I ask, I can say I did, but mm-hmm. I usually just laugh on red. So, right. um, but, but yeah, this right here was some, as I like to say, supreme spot foo, baby, from the jump, falls <laughs> to the wall. Red Everybody's doing hurricane ranas. Everybody's flipping. There's pile drivers. There's suplexes. There's all kinds of crazy shit. I love this so much, man. Everybody was just going ham, doing their thing. That pop-up pile driver from the legs thing was insane. Oh, shit. Like, was I'm so like, dope. yo, what is going on here? Will Ospreay, one of the best wrestlers in the world, when he goes 100, he goes 100, and he was on display here. Orange Cassidy went ham, man. He hit all of his spots incredibly, man. This was this was that shit right here. I loved it. Oh, yeah, but shout out to uh, Ozzy Open, by the way, because, like, yeah. I've been exposed to a lot of their work, but not enough to, like, really feel like I care. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, man. They look they looked got, like a big deal here, like, especially next like to Ospreay, because he looks like a big deal, and they, like, brought – it 100 yeah they were yeah. dope now nah, i'm really looking forward to orange cassidy versus uh will osprey i think that's yeah i'm usually great. not i usually hate when they do a match with both per- people that are going to be in the match and, and the weekend i hate that it's like just give me the match on sunday i don't want to see them in any capacity physically before the big match but this right here was the opposite of that this got me more excited because i was like okay now you see what orange cassidy is going to do when he gets in there with osprey it's about to be on fire this was so good. I had so much fun with this. This was exactly what Orange Cassidy needed to kind of Perfect. show the world to just shut everybody up. Like, nah, I, I can go. Like, you want to put think me I in don't deserve Japan this match? spot? Yeah, yeah, here we go. Yeah, I'm going to give it to you. And he did. And uh, everybody showed out here. I agree. This gets a solid A from me. Yeah. Uh, this was honestly. This one is of the an best. opening contest, Matt. Like, do it. Go outside, out, balls to the wall. First match. Get the crowd into the show. This was that times ten. This is how you fucking do it right here. Six men. They keep talking about trios titles. Like this is what you're gonna get when those titles finally hit the scene. Yes. You're gonna get a whole <laughs> bunch of this. Yep. Shot Kid Twenty Nine. By the way, says uh, someone on Twitter made a good point. TK has likely already spoken to Claudio since he has the same agent as Athena. Oh, all right. Okay. Uh, know that. And Van Twinblade says, anyone still hating o- on OC owes me money. Yeah, I don't get it. But, you know, people people are going to ride something into the grave until they can. So I mean, look, this is what I'm noticing, by the way. Going to bring it around full circle. I know mm-hmm. this is day after Dynamite, but we're going to talk just a little WWE for a second. Yeah. Um, it amazes me right now, but it is a good... It is a good test of how things will look in the future. What I mean mm-hmm. is the way people speak with such fondness for John Cena right now, mm-hmm. you would almost think that that man was not the most hated wrestler on the face of the internet for 10 years. I love John Cena, by the way. Like, I are you kidding me? I own a fucking spinner belt. Like, mm-hmm. I was a John Cena guy. But I sat and watched a lot of people trash on John Cena for 10 years the most hated wrestler and it was in the arena dog, he was getting dogged every completely show dogged. but now you hear it from people and it's like uh i even saw somebody say that uh they've never seen disrespect for john cena i was like were you what? not on the internet even like <laughs> five years ago but <laughs> that's crazy to me yeah i know knowing seeing and being in arenas with being at wrestlemania's where people hate this man and i hear they, it 
and people are mad that he's coming out. I it's, that sounds 2014 crazy. was the birth of people sang to his song John Cena sucks. Yeah, right? but but yeah. you hear it now and like people just agree with the idea that he's the goat. And so yeah, nostalgia is looking. It's like damn, this guy was the guy the whole time. And so but yeah. I but I say this and I, my point here is that. Folks will get their flowers when it's time, especially right. when like the majority of their career is in hindsight. And so mm-hmm. I say that and I think about guys like the Young Bucks, right? Yeah. The Young Bucks are going to get their flowers, but it's going to come. And they say it all the time themselves. They're like, Way later. Us when we're gone. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, they're going to get their flowers. Um, somebody like Orange Cassidy, like he's not even that hated because in arenas, no. they love him. Yeah, uh, but he's going to get his flowers. Uh, mm-hmm. And I just feel in general, like hate is usually just kind of an in the moment thing. But in it hindsight, uh, people, you know, the wrestling fans in general are so nostalgic that mm-hmm. they will absolutely give it to. They will give their due, but it's usually in hindsight. It's after the fact. People are going to be like, man, Adam Cole, wasn't he one of the best? We loved Adam Cole. Oh, yeah. Man. Never yeah, talk yeah. trash on him. Like, yeah. We know, we know how this. Remember goes. Adam Cole's 2018 run? So grow. It's all this. It's always <laughs> going to happen. People are praising Raw Underground at this point. So, <laughs> dude, I, I said this on Grab City, right? Like, stop showing me the Thunderdome. Stop showing me Daily's place. Like, I don't want to see that stuff. Stop talking I don't about. See it. Uh, man, don't we miss these times? No, no, we don't. We do not. <laughs> like, this we is just proof that wrestling fans are so nostalgic for literally anything. Anything. That- They're nostalgic for something that happened six months ago. It doesn't stop. Like, they just, in the moment, everything sucks. But, well, you know what? Looking back, it wasn't that bad when I stopped hating for five minutes. Yeah, that's yeah. how this things work, you guys. Uh, so the post-match here, though, was great. So we had um, uh, Jeff Cobb, Great O'Conn come down, mm-hmm. and uh, all of a sudden now, our baby faces are outnumbered. It's three on five, but fans already start chanting FTR, FTR. Yeah. Their music hits massive pop. Insane. For FTR. <laughs> when FTR. did this switch happen? I feel like when we talked to them in the scrum after ROH, like mm-hmm. it was starting, and we were like, How do you guys feel about getting these baby face pops? And they were like, Ah, oh, it's feeling kind of weird. But now it's like, Yo, the crowd <laughs> is hot for these guys, man. That I was know. a crazy pop. I said, uh, I said on Twitter today that the change in their theme music was one of the best things that could have been done for them. Mm-hmm. Like uh, just the way people get down to it, the way I watch people around me, just they hear that opening beat. And Honestly, at first I didn't know, I didn't get it, I didn't understand. I was like, "What is? I didn't. Why are you guys doing this old school thing?" But now I'm like, "Oh, I totally get it. It makes sense. It's the revival." No, honestly, FTR, I can't you know, even. I can't even listen to their old themes and feel like positively about them because right. I'm like you know this is no cool. more say oh, yeah yeah, we go <laughs> yeah and then the other one they had um when they first came in aew nah man like just give me the dark side of tr theme mm. that one is it's them that one's great it is. uh but yeah they come down they even the odds uh we also got a little bit of confirmation on injuries that like we've kind of known about right but I, I didn't know that anybody everybody's actually... just they just started saying everything out loud. <laughs> they yeah, were like, where it was like things loom, looming, but no, we're gonna confirm right now. Yeah, like I, I noted a few weeks ago, some way recall that uh if you looked at the poster for AW hitting Rochester, they removed 
Jeff Hardy and they also removed Samoa Joe from that poster. Mm-hmm. And uh, I thought that was curious, yep. but now they're just like, yeah, Samoa Joe injured. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, there's that. There's that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but and they had uh, they did it Dad. a couple of times in this show. They Scorpio, did. Red Velvet, like they a bunch of them where they were like out loud, "You guys are hurt. I'll see you when you come back." You know? Yeah, and like the Red Velvet one was interesting because like that's another one we've known about for a while, but. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. I won't get into the details, yeah, of that, but we right. just recently interviewed Red Velvet. <laughs> yeah. uh, but so the most talked about moment, I would say, from the show, you would think would have been Okada, but it mm-hmm. wasn't. Uh, it was actually Tony Schiavone in the ring, ready to interview Christian <laughs> motherfucking Cage. When Christian came out with that fit, that brunch fit, I knew what time it was. When he had them brunch boots on, I was like, oh, Christian's on some different time today. It's over. Look, I forgot how great Christian is at this. Like, mm. It almost makes me mad that he's ever a baby face. I never want to see smiling as Christian unless it's setting this up. So I guess I do kind of want to see it. Well, so the thing about Christian is, he made a career for himself as as a heel. This is creepy who little bastard. He's a creepy little <laughs> bastard. But like even um you know, he was Edge and Christian like when I watched them as a duo like one I forget how like absolutely funny those two were, but I was literally mm. watching a raw from just like I just last night I was watching a raw from about 20 years ago and like legit the funniest thing that uh christian used to do edge and christian used to do was you know remember in 99 they would come through the crowd uh and the crowd would the camera would do like the panning around and then mm-hmm. they would find him and they come down and then they turn heel and for like a year they would still do the camera pan around pan around where's edge of christian where's edge of christian and then they just be on the ramp legit that is one of the funniest spots you could possibly do uh, because every time Edge of Christian's music would hit, where are they? Mm-hmm. Where are they? Crowd fans would be looking around and they're like, oh, they just came out the, the ramp. No, nope, um, nope, they're just right there. <laughs> just right there. And they would just come out with this shit eating grins. They'd just be smiling, like, what? Mm-hmm. Um, the and so, yeah, Christian, you know, he pretty much was a heel that entire first WWE run, yeah. Uh, and, you know, he turned on Edge. He was a comedy heel. He was always good at it. And then, you know, he was a face in the beginning of TNA. And then he turned heel mm-hmm. uh, halfway through that run. And then he joined WWE again. He was a baby face till he turned heel in the Randy Orton feud. Yeah. And, uh, and then he was basically a baby face again until the end. But I'll tell you, when Christian gets to just be solid solo baby or solid heel, um. He's still good at this. I loved it. Yeah, it was great. He came the, in with the, I started this gangster shit and this motherfucking thanks I get. Like, I, I y'all are eating off of what I built. And yeah. I'm tired of it. Jungle Boy, no more. No more. There was a number of things that I liked here. Like, one, I like that he... Yeah, of course, Christian's going to spend his career being compared to Edge. So everybody's yeah. going to put this up against the Judgment Day. Mm-hmm. No contest. Like no. he didn't have to change who he is, change his gimmick, change nothing. He really was just like the lights were on. Yeah. <laughs> he basically said, 
Uh, and yeah, his new shirt. They're talking about the. It just says "worked everyone." Mm-hmm. <laughs> Work everyone. I love it. Great shit. Uh, so the the thing that Christian did best here was explained. The he took it all the way back to double or nothing over a year ago. He made it and, petty. Yeah, it was like <laughs> that man eliminated me from the battle royal, and so I was like. Fuck it, I'm gonna join and ride his coattails and make money off of him. Mm-hmm. And then once the money ran dry, fuck him. I'm out. Like, oddly enough, kind of made sense. Dead. Did you have to kind of ignore like him feuding with Kenny a and lot. all of that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's fine. No, that's what a hell does. You, you you're supposed to ignore those parts. Yeah, but uh, I mean, sound here like. Mm-hmm. He was like, look, these guys were my meal ticket. I didn't have to do anything. I I'm just taking it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just, I just have to be their here. mentor. That's it. Yeah. Make this money. I know. And it was great stuff. Great stuff. Uh, yeah, there was the crowd chanting, shut the fuck up. And they zoom in <laughs> on the kid who's chanting, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Top AEW moment of all time. Little kid yeah. on camera chanting, shut the fuck up at Christian on national oh, yeah television that was real amazing moment i love it here christian like i tweeted about uh started i think mjs writing a couple notes for him because he went <laughs> he went that mjf route you know it was like building towards it you're like it's don't happening it. you're it's doing this MJF yeah. thing don't say it don't as soon as he started talking about his mom you're like don't do it don't do it he did it yeah and that me. was exactly how i felt <laughs> it was the moment he brought that up and i'm like Oh no! Don't please don't, <laughs> Christian. Nope, nope. He did it. Yep, he went and right he for it. He did it. He mm-hmm. went for it. The crowd though was nuclear for this. They mm-hmm. were just like, "Fuck you, Christian!" Like mm-hmm. he got so much heat. Yeah, uh, they're asking, "Did we see the kid dressed up as Will Hops?" I did. Oh my god! Yes, of course. Amazing. I loved it so much. Little Will Hobbs, like you guys don't understand. I used to talk to this guy before he got to the company. He had two hundred followers or something, and we would talk about these moments right here. Little kids in the crowd just being enamored with someone who's a heel. He's a bad guy. He's not supposed to have little kid fans. And there's a little kid dressed up as him in his freaking overalls that nuck nuck shout out to nuck nuck made this is amazing man i loved it that was a no, great I, moment honestly uh the thing that i think uh is lost on a lot of people and i see this when i go to AEW shows and when i go to shows in general um is the amount of uh kid fans that yeah. a lot of these people are developing right now yep. and i see it like all around, you know, we Darby see- and Orange Cassidy have. Oh my God, the little kids love these guys. They love them. The acclaim. Your kids love the acclaim. You know what I mean? There's so many the different. There's so many of these people that they don't realize that like they have a different following than what we see online. You know. Yeah. I have seen little kids doing the scissoring thing, not knowing what that's mm-hmm. supposed right. to. Be. Yeah. No. Just because they love the acclaim, Max Caster's funny, dude. Yeah. That's it uh and it's it's great stuff mm-hmm. uh shout out to a little more of the super chats um we had jake salazar says just tuning in late but justice for will <laughs> <laughs> uh he yeah. also said uh tony doing the drum roll was the oh real my god tony <laughs> shivani and stokely and J- tony shivani and everybody honestly what a guy man he made such a transition from not was, from hating pro wrestling, never wanting to see this shit again, to like being one of the best parts of current pro wrestling. That's like an amazing story, man. Yeah, 
that it was great. But then, so Christian is his, uh, he's interrupted by Luchasaurus who comes mm-hmm. in to uh, attack him until yeah, Luchasaurus is like, "What the fuck? Yeah, can't be talking shit like this. I'm about to back my little homeboy up." Yep. But then Christian says something to him, and he says, "Hey, remember Marco? Don't forget about Marco." <laughs> and Christian he was off. in his bag, boy. Oh my god! <laughs> Don't forget about Marco. <laughs> Luchasaurus, listen, man. He was yeah, like, "Hey, he you listened. know, what? you're right. Yeah, <laughs> this is real. I'm backing up. I'm backing up off you." But Christian has a. Uh, He's been manipulating big, giant, tall guys for years. That's his favorite thing to do. He loves having a big muscle guy behind him. He's famous yeah. for that. So this kind of actually makes a lot of sense. Uh, I, nah, this is great. This mm. is fucking great. Yeah. Uh, Christian, you did it. He brought it home. That's how you bring it home with the fucking promo. Like people are like, what's Christian going to say? And he said it. Mm. He did it. Now everybody wants to see Jungle Boy kick his ass. And that's how wrestling works. Uh, Jake said, when these kids see OC versus Osprey, they're going to think it's the greatest match they've ever seen. Seriously. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. They're going to go ham. Uh, and then we had Pinta Oscuro versus Malachi Black. The winner advances in the All-Atlantic Championship. Uh, it's not really a tournament anymore. You're advanced to a fatal four-way. Mm-hmm. And I think we all knew Malachi was going to win this. Yeah. Uh, I kind of think Malachi should win the whole thing. The whole thing? hmm But Miro, man, because, whoo, people are H-O-T-T-T-T-T for Miro. So Miro's an interesting case where I feel like there's a lot more you can do with Miro to where uh, he doesn't necessarily need to have a title right now. Mm-hmm. Whereas Malachi is kind of in that Jade Cargill position where Jade Cargill needed to have a title uh, in order to add some prestige to facing her because okay. it, it wasn't just about the streak, right? It became a, uh, okay, beating her needs to mean something. Right. And, uh, and protecting her wins also could mean something if she's not just holding on to the streak, she's holding on to a championship. Mm-hmm. And so that was where, I kind of started to relate this to Malachi. We're like, Malachi needs to kind of have challengers at his door a little bit. Yeah, um, I agree. Just the, House of need Black- to, the House of Black doesn't need to be chasing people down. People need to be chasing him down. Right. Yeah. And people kind of need to be showing up at, the, uh, no pun intended, or I guess metaphor intended, or I guess it was, don't. but showing up at the doorstep of the House of Black, right? Oh, like God. people want people want to, to get to them. And I feel like... Right. Uh, a, a championship does that. Do that. Mm-hmm. Yes. Now that said, uh, everybody in the chat saying, no, Pac, give it to Pac. And I'm like, yeah, obviously, I want to see Pac rewarded. Pac's yeah. been with the company since day one. Pac is somebody that I do want to see reward. with a championship for just having been there as long as he's been there. And, uh, you know, AEW actually just recently put up for sale, and I bought one of them. Uh, they've put up, like, old episodes of Dynamite for sale. Like, they're like $1.99 a piece. And I went and bought... Uh, some old dynamites but uh, part of the reason for that is uh the the pack stuff like the early stuff with kenny is so good yeah that's all stuff i want to see again he's never not hit it out of the park so (laughs) i bought by the way my my all-time favorite episode the february 19th 2020 episode with the uh that had the hangman and kenny versus um uh lucha bros match and the steel cage with cody and wardlow 
My favorite mm-hmm. matches. I know you can get them for free, all right? But uh, as the chat is saying, they're like, well, you can get those for free. Look, do you know spending $1.99 and having the ability to watch it on YouTube, which is universally available. I don't have a device in my house that can't play YouTube. Do you know <laughs> $2 to me is worth don't it? Don't pirate, kids. To. I'd never do. Never. I watch all my stuff <laughs> legally. But yeah, they're they're selling like the full old episodes on YouTube. Like they got the first Dynamite on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Um, they've got like Sting's debut. Like they've got a lot of full episodes, and you can like buy them in seasons for like seven ninety nine, or buy them individually for a dollar ninety nine. I started to do. Yeah, I started to buy like a full season. I'm like, I really just want one episode out of this. I am watching. Mm-hmm. When I said earlier, I'm not watching any more Daily's Place content. Like, it's going to be a long time before you can convince me. I don't care what it is. Like, uh, I saw they were selling the Parking Lot Brawl episode. And I'm like, that was great. Still not watching it again. I don't want to watch none of that. Uh, Like, I... I think I'd be interested to watch the the episode where the private party beats the Young Bucks. Just mm-hmm. so I can see my favorite sequence ever, Mark Quinn yeah. with the Oprah, Oprah, Oprah. I love that. Yeah, I might go back and buy that. That's a good, uh, a good deal. I didn't know that they had these episodes. A lot of people are they always ask about this content because they want it to be in an mm-hmm. AEW type app. But yo, you can get you AEW episodes if you go and find them yeah. on YouTube. I know that. Yeah, I know YouTube sells them, and you can buy them on Amazon Prime as well. I yeah. did YouTube just because, like I said, I don't have a device that can't play YouTube. Right, you can get so, YouTube anywhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's uh, that's that, and they're saying like they're saying in the chat the pandemic episodes still hold up. I know they I'm okay. Do. <laughs> yeah, I'm okay. I just when you hear a crowd like last night, you're like, I can't go back to not that. That sounds weird, you know. <laughs> I know, right? Like maybe I could watch the the Shack match again. Yeah, but like for the most part, I don't know. It may yeah, be after end of being Red Velvet, I actually do kind of want to run it back because yeah. I was like, oh yeah, that Shack match, that's crazy. Like mm-hmm. that's a match in AEW history that I remember, but I don't. You know, like there's so so many things I kind of want to go back and see because like yeah. Shack had a match. Oh, before this match, by the way, we get the announcement that Sting uh, oh, has yeah. a challenge mm-hmm. for the Bullet Club. That for yeah. one night only, the Bucks will be back in the Bullet Club. One um, night Kyle, only. Yeah. Kyle O'Reilly is upset. Uh, he's pretty freaking far from okay, as he said. Uh, and word has it that he's, like, really injured. Uh, hurt, hurt. Is what I'm hearing. Like, he's hurt, hurt. And mm-hmm. he is uh, – I, I think Tony Khan confirmed it today that he said both members of uh, of Red Dragon are injured. Damn. But he noted – but one's a kayfabe injury. One is okay. they, they smashed Bobby Fish's leg with the chair. So he's hurt. Uh, and that's the one he's got to sell. But like Kyle's like actually hurt, hurt and hurt. is gonna be out for uh, some time. What is this? Uh, everybody attached to Samoa Joe's hurt type thing? This is uh, crazy out here. I mean, yeah, but everybody. in general, just like across the business. Uh, yeah. I mean, we literally just watched Cody Rhodes wrestle with the fucking purple booby. Like that is uh, if Randy Orton's hurt. Uh, but then we did watch top, Purple Titty Rose. Yeah. yeah. Um, top of this show, Brian's hurt. CM Punk, like we're literally crowning an interim champion. Like the bug is catching right now. Careful out there, you guys. Jeez Louise. This Careful sucks. Careful out man. there. Uh, is that why but, I have to watch Silas Young on this fucking show last night? Oh, God, dude. I don't even <laughs> want to talk about it. Jeez Louise. Why? But Malachi Everybody Black. was like, ah, okay, we're going to get to it. Yeah, we're yeah. finishing up. Malachi yeah. Black got the victory. They did a bunch of uh, 
people are kind of upset that they did a second rope pile driver and that wasn't the <laughs> but you know how these things go man i mean i don't know why people are still lit. surprised by this like you know what's going to be the finish it is going to you know be it. their finisher like yes. you know. <laughs> that's it you know it don't get yourself upset you know that that's not the finish the finish is going to be malachi black with the fucking blackout you know mm-hmm. what but yeah great match they did a lot of cool stuff uh they it was it was about as great as we thought it would be um it set up pack uh malachi black got the victory pat came out to confront malachi black and he was kind of stepping up the energy he was giving to penta was kind of weird i don't know if that was just me saying that but he stepped over penta kind of weird immediately miro hits the screen to just oh my god this promo that miro cut was miro so good <laughs> you know what though i'm looking forward to this match in particular because miro talked about when he left wwe the first thing mm-hmm. he said was like uh, when people are like you going to AEW, and he said, you know, I'm really interested in New Japan, was what he had said. Right. And so, like, mm-hmm. uh, I know that that's a run. This that... is the forbidden door to Miro <laughs> to cross over. I think that's probably where Miro would have stopped off initially if there wasn't a pandemic. Agreed. Um, like, if he would have been able to to work New Japan regularly, I think that's something he would have done. And he had said that that that's what he that's what his vision was on was kind of wanting to prove that he's also a wrestler that, you know, a lot of the reasons people liked Miro for a long time was a lot of character stuff. And he's mm-hmm. like, you know, I got some stuff I want to prove. And that's what he wanted to do was work right. in New Japan. Uh, and this is kind of his chance to get to do so. Yep. This match is going to be badass. Fucking four-way Miro. Yeah. Pat, I'm not sure how I feel about there Malachi, being two four-ways Ishi- on the show. Yeah. But- that's what catch those springtime vibes all over Arizona. Break out of the winter blues by hitting the water at one of our lake and river parks. Take a hike among the wildflowers. Just make sure to stay on the trails and leave the flowers for the bees. Discover Arizona's best kept secret and visit azstateparks.com amazing to start your springtime adventure happens when you're trying to fit a million wrestlers in you know there has yeah. to be multiple multi-man matches there's the five on five matches there's there, like, it, no it's four on four not five on five but yeah there's a lot going on well i'll say that new japan is like big on multi-man tag matches they are um and so multi-man tag matches actually don't bug me because like that's a new japan staple but mm-hmm. it's really like seeing two four ways on one show that yeah a little much for me i agree uh but yeah, this was fine. This gets mm-hmm. a B minus from me. Um, Malachi and uh, Penta works decently together, and the mm-hmm. uh, match was exciting. People were into it. Can't really ask for much more than that. Nope. Um, Silas Young versus Adam Page, though. <sighs> I get it. I tweeted about it. What is Silas Young doing here? And people were tweeting about tweeting to me like I didn't watch Ring of Honor. I watch Ring of Honor. I know uh, I know everything about Silas Young there is to know. That's exactly why I don't want to see him on my TV right now. Oh, he's from Milwaukee. I don't care, dude. There's a bunch of people that could have filled this spot. They were trying to sell us an old Ring of Honor uh, feud, but that feud wasn't something that people are like, I need to go and watch Ring of Honor to see Adam Page and Silas. No, nobody's like, that's not something we're clamoring to see a resolution for. And I think, I don't think it was the... I just I just didn't like it. This was the only part of the show I was kind of bored, honestly. 
Uh, I thought that this should have been a lot quicker. This didn't yes. need to go through a commercial break at all. We mm. know what we wanted to see. We wanted to see the post-match. Everybody was excited for the post-match. It's all we wanted here. And it took way too long to get there. And yes. I say that, and I'm looking at the match time. It was only eight and a half minutes. But, oh, man, it felt like the longest eight and a half minutes. <laughs> if you would have said it was eight, I'm thinking you're lying because that seemed like 18 minutes how long it was. Jeez, <laughs> there was a break in everything. Yeah, like – and the match wasn't even bad. It was no, just, it wasn't. I wasn't interested in seeing Silas Young. No. Um, and Billy asked me the question. He said, why is his name Silas Young? He looks old. <laughs> it's right there, man. It is right there. <laughs> <laughs> You got to change your name. Yeah. Billy brings up very valid points, okay? I know, right? Like, this is the first time <laughs> he'd ever seen Silas Young. And he's like, I was expecting somebody a lot younger. <laughs> <laughs> valid points man like hey wait till you see jason kidd oh uh, yeah but... for real it's gonna blow your mind <laughs> uh and let's read a couple of uh super chats here uh got another one from jake uh wait, we read that one he said so in kayfabe is christian gonna act like jungle boy accidentally killed marco <laughs> i don't know he's acting like uh, he sacrificed him or something crazy and he said like jesus that ftr pop is the best in wrestling it's a great pop and Jake, thank you for the super chats, by the way. You just keep coming yes. from Jake. Like I said, AEW has so many injuries, and they still put out a great product. But WWE loses Cody and Randy, and it's Brock Glass in case of emergency. Or case in, uh, yeah, Brock Glass in case of emergency. Like break glass, Brock Glass. Yeah. That's a great pun. I love it. I love yeah, how you're I like that. Oh, no. Oh, uh, we're being attacked. No, it's attack uh, no. mode. No, get out of here. Yeah, hold up. <laughs> <laughs> Leave us alone, sex box. Yep. The, the bots coming in the chat. I, I was actually wondering. I was like, hey, they're, they're late today. Talking um, about AEW, the bots are going to come up, baby. Yeah. <laughs> Gross. Uh, and so, anyway, we get uh, Jay White. Mm-hmm. And Jay White is... Everybody's wondering who's his challenger going to be. Mm-hmm. And... I was know, convinced... I, by multiple people, including somebody I'm talking to right now, that his proponent might quite possibly could. There's a potential that Kenny Omega was going to be walking out there. I so still think like, Kenny's going to be. I think Kenny's going to be at the show. I don't mm. think this show goes by without something from Kenny Omega. He's going to be um, on the screen on Sunday in some I, capacity. I fully believe so. Yeah, I think that. Uh, I don't see a scenario where he's not involved in this. Where he's not. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, A lot of people are thinking that he maybe confronts the winner of this match. Mm -hmm. And the funny thing is, every single one of these would make sense if he did confront the winner. Every single one of them makes so much sense. If he comes in, confronts Jay White. All that history there. Uh, Literally, even... Recent history, going back to Impact just a year ago. Yep. Lots of history there. Mm -hmm. Uh, Confronts Okada. Come on. If there's uh, anybody you associate with being Kenny's greatest rival. People want this match over here in America. Like, come on. Yeah. An easy one. Is it the Hangman Adam Page? Again. (laughs) Uh, The last time time we saw Kenny, as a matter of fact, they're one and one. That's a match that we got to have a rubber match for. Now let's have uh, it for the IWGP World Title. Or yeah, if it's Adam Cole, baby, 
at the guy who wasn't supposed to take over the elite, the guy that Kenny said, uh, hey, keep an eye after the elite for me, Bucks. Uh, sorry, I was talking to the young Bucks, not you, Adam. There's a lot. I feel like if Kenny does anything at the show, it has to be in confrontation with the winner of this match. Yep. Uh, but yeah, so we got it, though. The coin dropped. Woo. Crowd lost it. It mm-hmm. felt to me like glass shattering. Like it was like yeah. we heard it. Crowd knew exactly who it was. They went crazy. Okada was in the AEW arena. This is, um, it felt weird. That's how crazy this moment is. <laughs> Okada is like, in modern history, there's like two guys that are the mm-hmm. best Japanese wrestlers to ever come out of New Japan Pro Wrestling. And we saw both of them on this show. We saw the two, arguably the two greatest modern Japanese pro wrestlers on this show tonight. And people have been saying that Okada's going to show up for a long time. It's a lot of people saying he's not going to show up for a long time. And the fucking coins dropped. People went ham. He didn't do anything, and it was still like, whoa, like Okada's on AEW Dynamite, American soil. He's going to wrestle at Forbidden Door. People were saying he wasn't going to be at Forbidden Door. Like, I know. <laughs> this is a, such a fucking huge deal. It's insane. Okada, you know what, man, you know what was shit. the tell that he was going to be at Forbidden Door? When they said he wasn't going to be at Forbidden Door. Yeah, exactly. Because That's the usually like, when it's going to start. Because yeah. the people who actually aren't at Forbidden Door, they just didn't say at all, right? No. Like, they haven't name-dropped Kenta. Nope. Uh, like, they, they haven't mm-hmm. name-dropped... Naito. Um, yeah, like, mm-hmm. they just wouldn't have said it at all. But the fact yep. that they were like, Okada's not even here. He's mm-hmm. not even going to be here. And it's like, mm-hmm. that's an old wrestling trope, like the whole so-and-so's not even in the arena tonight. Yep. And then they get attacked from by him. Right like, there. that's... That's what this felt like to me. And Rainmaker's here. We got it. Big deal. Huge deal. Set up a pretty monumental match. Four-way. Four Adam way. Cole, Adam Page, Jay White, and Okada for the IWGP World Championship. This is a I'm huge curious. match, huge deal, all kinds of stuff. There's mystery around this because, you know, things are in the air. Uh, I'm curious what, uh, and yeah, they're saying in the chat, like Jay's not losing. Of course, Jay's not losing. Yeah, no, no, no. Um, I don't think anyone expects that. Yeah. I mean, I can see Okada getting it back, but, uh, uh, just to change it up, I don't know, but I kind of feel like they're going to play off of what happened at MSG. Okada beat mm-hmm. Jay White to win the championship in New, New York. So they're back right. in America. So Jay White needs to get. He needs to get his victory over it. So, yeah, I, yeah, I, I see Jay White getting the victory here, definitely. Yeah. So, uh, But that said, there's – I don't know how good to go Adam Cole actually is. Yeah, that's probably the big, really biggest hurt. mystery. That's what I was yeah. confused – what I was thinking about as this brawl was happening. Like, should Adam Cole even be in there? He's like – he's not super active, but, you know, he's getting punched. He's taking stuff. He's doing things. So – um, last I checked, Adam Cole wasn't, you know, super ready to go. So when they announced this match, I was like, wow, that's a, that's a mystery to me. That should be interesting to see what's going to happen here. What Adam Cole's going to do through all of this. So mysteries, mysteries, mysteries. Hey, he's bit by that injury bug too. So yeah. 
We'll see what Adam Cole does or if they can smoke and mirror this one to protect him. No! Uh, and Jake said, can I at least click the link first? Because I banned that bot. Uh, <laughs> you got to see what it leads to, right? Am yeah. I right? Also said, do you see Adam Page winning the IWGP title and Tanahashi winning the AEW title like a t- title swap just to cause chaos? LOL. Um, I've seen that theory presented that Tanahashi wins the AEW title, takes it to New Japan, and defends that over there for like the next couple months, and then until Punk's ready to come back, and then the IWGP title is defended huh. here. Um, I don't think that's happening. I cannot see that. No. I, no, no, it's not. No, no. That's like you so. said. I thought about it for a second, but then you said it out loud, and I'm like, no way. New Japan yeah. will never let their title just be over here being defended or doing whatever. No, 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 no. Yeah. Let's be cool. Super cool. Uh, Matt, Sounds like a great idea, you know? Maddie said, of course, the bots come during this podcast. AEW is pretty much like sex. I mean, did you hear that coin drop? Uh, <laughs> still in shock. It happened. <laughs> Y'all are so funny, man. AEW is like sex. <laughs> you said that Mark SRS fell for Okada not coming. Mark boy, got your ass, <laughs> SRS. Ha ha. <laughs> hey, he stole my victory yesterday anyway. Um and so this was great. This was a moment. This was yeah. a hell of a moment. The match itself, like C minus, but uh, the the moment here, Okada showing up was huge. I really love that. Yeah, yeah, that was an A. Oh, and earlier we didn't mention when Brian, uh, Zach Sabre Jr. actually came out to confront Brian and did yeah. his little shtick. Yeah, and people were like super excited about that too. So yeah. New Japan Pro Wrestling was in the fucking building here, man. Yep. Uh, and so we had two promos, one before this, one after. <laughs> but we had uh, so Stokely. Oh my goodness, I love Stokely it. is so great. And, the best. <laughs> um, they announced that they're looking for a new baddie. Hopefully, this isn't in like the search for Spears. Uh, tag partner thing. <laughs> no, I'll say this though. That got us Baron Black. Baron yes. Black. Double uh, B to homeboy, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it did enter in the search for Spears. Mm-hmm. Uh, in case people don't remember that. But yeah. First of all, I want to say thank you for this, uh, the baddie search, because it's going to lead to us seeing a bunch of baddies. It's like, there's nothing wrong that could happen here. This is probably one of the greatest things. Like, Forbidden Door, that's cool. Baddie search, whoa, five stars, bro. It's lit. Let's go, baby. I'm trying to see what's going on here. I genuinely believe, or genuinely believe, Stokely Hathaway is like the funniest dude on television. Seriously. <laughs> that uh, press conference that he did. His press conference. <laughs> he said, I'm going to get Pitbull. He said, <laughs> he said uh, oh, you, you love animals? He said, nah, I'm, I'm going to buy them and make them stop rapping. <laughs> oh, man, he's the best. Yeah. What a great signing. I knew it. I knew it. Like, I'm not surprised one bit. Like, I knew that this exactly what was happening, what's happening was going to happen. That's why when he got, you know, released from WWE or he didn't sign a new contract with WWE, I knew if he gets on TV over here, he's going to, be he's gonna have even more brain to do what he you know do what he does the best and he's doing it right here man he's amazing like and perfect pairing with jade cargill this was this promo was great he said my sister's in christ keep it pg at the end for all the baddie search what a oh, guy and, man uh also jade 
play it up. She said, uh, why don't we keep it one hundy? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I feel so like, bad for Athena, man. Like, They're never damn. gonna let her live this down ever. Nope. But isn't wrestling the best when you take real stuff and definitely sprinkle it in? Because mm-hmm. then Athena and Chris Statlander, I thought had a lot of fun in their uh their uh I guess their comeback. Mm-hmm. And they were talking their shit. They're being perfectly dorky, uh, yes. which is who the two of them are. Yes, I w- I want people to stop trying to attack attack Athena. That's who she is. You can't be mad at who she is. She's not playing a role. She's not acting like anything. That's her. Which uh, one? Oh no! What? Uh, everybody in the chat saying Ishii is out. Since when? What? No. What? Come on, you guys. We all like that. Miro just said he was going to send him to his maker, and his maker better tell him what's up. Come I mean, on, nah, man. man. Wrestling this, right wrestling now. Wrestling is insane, dude. Oh, this yep, is... yep, yep. Uh, uh, Clark, Con- Clark Connors is the official replacement. What, dude? No. Yep. As of two minutes ago. Bro, replace Shingo with Clark, Clark Connors and put Clark, Clark Connors in that damn Two Dudes with Attitudes match, man. What's going on here? Like, why are y'all... Oh man, come on, dude. I'm tired of injuries, dude. This sucks. You guys stop it. I don't know what the fuck's in the water, but we're tired of it. Oh god, come on, man. Damn it. That was yeah. gonna be a badass. It's still gonna be a badass smash, but damn, dude, that sucks. Yeah, I know. Get well soon, Ishii. Damn. Fucking shit. Damn. That sucks. Um. Yeah, and like we know, we know Clark Connors is who he beat. Yeah, yeah. No, I know exactly. That's but no, you know, Shingo. But yeah, oh, that sucks. A match has changed right there, like that. This is crazy, man. This is all the top stars are. I don't know if it's no one's really working extra. Like I know the pandemic happened, but that was such a long time ago. People have already like everybody's been at it for such a long time now. It feels. I mean, just sometimes, like I, I brought up a couple of weeks ago, I brought up the year two thousand and seven as just mm-hmm. the year where people were just getting hurt left and right, uh, and there was no real like. It's not theme. any real reason. It's just yeah. It was just, just it just happened. It was like a bug that was catching. Right. You know, you had. Hunter get injured in January, and then mm-hmm. Shawn Michaels gets injured. Like he, DX just got injured, yeah. And like, like they were functioning as DX, and then there's like, nah, and then Shawn... Cena got hurt in 2007 too, huh? Yeah, oh, Cena got God, hurt down bad. Um, Taker got hurt. Batista Jeez, got hurt. Uh, no, Batista didn't get hurt. Batista was the only one who was around that whole year. Uh, yeah. But Taker got hurt. Edge got hurt. Edge tore his pec. That was it. Uh, and Bobby Lashley got hurt. Like that was just left and right. All the top guys. One by one, we're just getting picked off that year. But now this is happening in multiple companies. This isn't just one company. Like, every company has wrestlers affected by this shit, man. Yeah. Damn. It's bad. Uh, And damn, like, I can't believe this. Shit. Shit. Damn. Yeah. This (laughs) is insane. They're saying purple titty edge. Uh, You know, edge is, if I remember correctly... Edge had the pectoral tear. Uh, he had a partial pectoral tear. And he took like a few weeks off. And then Taker got hurt. And they were like, we got to put the world title on Edge. Mm-hmm. And so Edge took the world title, worked like a month, and then had a complete tear of his pec. And uh, so then Edge had to relinquish the title too. Um, and 
And Mr. Kennedy, that he got hurt too. Oh, I that's about right. Because mm-hmm. he had the money in the he bank. He had the briefcase. He had the yep. briefcase. He had to hand mm-hmm. it to Edge, or he had to lose it to Edge in a kind of a squash right. because he was hurt. Everybody was getting hurt in 2007. Mm-hmm. It was just a crazy, crazy year for injuries. But then they came back because the most famous Twitter uh, throwback picture ever, WWE in 2008. You guys remember such a great time? Remember 2008? Like, no you know, one funny that ever right, stop reminding us of Right it. after that <laughs> picture was taken, like, Orton got hurt. That was where he, he, uh, he broke his collarbone. <laughs> oh, my God. Ridiculous. So uh it's just it's the time uh let's see jake said honestly a little salty that ricky starks ain't gonna be on the pay-per-view uh and when he said my sisters in christ keep the photos pg i literally <laughs> spit out my drink because i was not expecting that uh and he said hey, but that will stick with athena forever um now she might say something else uh, at this rate yeah <laughs> Uh, so damn though. Damn that, it! Yeah, I know, right? That sucks. So, Marina Shafir versus Tony Storm. I am not feeling Marina Shafir. I watched the match again earlier. Ooh, you watched it twice. Look, at I you. watched You're it two times, and I was i I was gonna shoot her some bail. It wasn't that bad, but I just don't think anytime they try to use her to fill the role, she never fits it. Like anytime they they need somebody to do what they think she's going to do, she doesn't do it. And that's not her fault. It's just like they need to set her up and better set her up better. And they just never do. You know who was kind of the highlight of this match? Nyla Rose on the outside. Nyla Rose was hilarious when she came out doing the fucking playing the thing. I was already laughing. So yeah, yeah. Now Tony Storm. I mean, Tony Storm's great. And Tony Storm's she, amazing. That's what yeah. I got out of the whole thing. It's like, oh no, Tony Storm can go. Like she could do everything that's needed to be the top person in her division. So there is that. But Shafir, I don't. Uh, I don't no, know. something's not clicking with her, yeah. and something's not clicking with these matches with her. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's too bad. But this roof. Yeah. Now this this was like a D for me. I was not really that into the match. Uh I think it was better than the one with Thunder Rosa, but yes. Otherwise, this wasn't great. I'm looking forward to Tony Storm versus Thunder Rosa. I think yes. that's those are two people who I want to see go at it and I think can have a great match. Oh, nice transition. Tomorrow morning at 10 a.m. on the Body Slam YouTube page, me and Cassidy are interviewing the current AEW Women's Champion, Thunder Rosa, ahead of her match with Tony Storm. So I'm going to get to the bottom of this tomorrow morning if you guys aren't busy. Thunder Rosa, Thunder Rosa. I'm excited because Thunder Rosa is one of my favorite uh, wrestlers out there, and she, there's been a lot going on very recently, so... Mm-hmm. We're going to talk about it. And yeah, that match is going to be great. I think that hopefully they're given time. There's going to be 150 matches on the show. It's going to be 900 hours. So, you know, hopefully they have a nice place in there. It's still less matches than Double or Nothing. Oh, here so. he goes. There he least... goes. Here he goes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but every New Japan uh, main event is like 45 minutes each. You do four 45 minutes. We're cooking, bro. Speaking of main events, we had our main event for the first time ever 
Hiroshi Tanahashi having a match in AEW, and he teamed with John Moxley to take on the team of Chris Jericho and Lance Archer. Moxley, ah. the guy. Speaking of which, if you haven't listened to him on Oral, or sorry, it's just the sessions now. Uh, I'll never get over the name Oral Sessions. Though, this but. show is going to be so long. I can't believe it's going to be 500 hours. I can't believe there's going to be 50 matches on it. And I can't believe each match is going to be an hour each. I cannot believe how long <laughs> this show is going to be. It's going to be as long as this sentence I'm saying right now. This is going to be the longest show in history. As, as long as this sentence that I'm saying <laughs> okay. right now. I can't all right, <laughs> Bro, relax, man. Come on, I can say whatever I want, dude. Jeez Louise. Yeah, I'm going to watch every minute. That's the point. God damn it. I'm going to be in the building. Yes. Front row, baby. Um, but You're going to be front row? You son of a gun. Always. Courtside Will in the building. I love it. Yep. Uh, so... <laughs> <laughs> uh... Tanahashi, John Moxley. Yeah, this is the second guy that I was saying it's the cray, the second you know biggest Japanese pro wrestler you know, of our modern era is here in the main event of Dynamite. That's insane to me. It's crazy. Shout out to Wrestle Banana for a point he made, and that was that uh, Jr. has actually been on when it comes to introducing Japanese talent here. Yes. Like a lot of times people have given JR shit for especially talking about Japanese talent or Orientals, as he said before. Uh, but I feel like JR has actually had it, it didn't register at first. That's funny. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, exactly what you're saying. When Okada came out, like he really made it a great point to be like, no, Okada's the fucking man. You guys have to know about this guy. Yeah, I agree. He has yeah. been great with with all the introductions here. Will Washington. I was hey. waiting for it. There, there he is. I was, wait, I was, you know, I wasn't going to just interrupt Reg while he was talking. So I had to, to make my, the coin drop entrance and everything. Just Let's go, baby. What's How are up? You what guys? you think? What you thinking about Ishii being injured, Jeremy? It's yeah, crazy I just, out here, I just man. saw that. That's very upsetting. Cause I mean, Clark Connors, no, no knock on him. He's good. Yeah. But I mean, Ishii's Ishii, right? Like that's, that's the man right there. So very disappointed. Ooh. It's tough, man. What well, this injury thing is insane. Like, what the hell do you think's going on? What's in the water here? Everybody's getting hurt. It's the style, I think, Reg. Too many head mm -hmm. drops. They're they're going mm -hmm. too hard. They need to wrestle a safer style, like WWE. Nobody in WWE is hurt. So nope. they need to wrestle <laughs> Zero a people there. Style. None of their big top guys are are, yeah. are hurt. They're all safe over there. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So I think they just need to wrestle a safer style in AEW in New Japan. Mm -hmm. That's really all it is. Maybe they <laughs> easy. Need to Maybe their bones are just too brittle. Even That's though they have plenty of they need to get some milk in milk. catering, That's dude. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Tony Khan, get on it, man. They need some milk back there, bro. Milk? Um some Hey. Milk. So I will tell you, I watched all of Dynamite and then flipped over to ABC in the last uh for the last period. Hey, yes. I got it right this time. I didn't say yes, quarter. good job, not a quarter. Good job, Will. That's right, because hockey <laughs> is in thirds for some reason. Uh but so <laughs> I watched the third period. It was tied. Or no, so uh it was tied early. Correctly, yeah, we, we tied it up early. with like two minutes to go. Or two minutes in the two minutes to but they they went the into period. the third 
the Avs were down one. I think it was two. Yeah, we're down one. Tied it up two minutes into the third. Yeah, tied it up, and then it goes into overtime. Yeah, very stressful. And I was watching intently in all through overtime. And then my kids yell, Dad, can you come tuck us in? And I was like, okay, <laughs> but I better not miss the end of this game. <laughs> and uh, I come back, and it's been over for five minutes by the time I got back. Every, everyone missed the end of the game because nobody saw the puck go in. I didn't know what was going on. I was so angry. I was like, oh, Vasilevsky makes another save. I was so mad. And then they start celebrating, and so I just start celebrating. But this is see this is rule number one of hockey. Will like you can't you can't move like you can't get up you can't go anywhere you just the the fiance is like I've had to pee for hours but I could not move to throw off the vibe like she understands <laughs> you can't throw off the vibe in the middle of the game she gets it so bless her one game away Will I'm feeling terrible yeah. about it that it's one game away but it's it's there it's there it is it's Friday. I hope I don't want I don't want it to happen looked, during the pay per view. I don't want it to happen glanced, during the pay per view. Yeah, I glanced at tickets momentarily. I was like, all oh, right, they're, they're rough. Oh, yeah. it's rough. I was like, all right, maybe I could spend a few hundred dollars to go see the Avs possibly win the cup in person. Lowest price. I said it to lowest price available, and it said fourteen hundred dollars. When I when I was looking at game two, I told you it was like eight hundred, and then by the time I checked like Friday morning, because I thought like, oh, I might just fly out like Friday morning, go Saturday, and it was still like six hundred, and I'm like, that's still too much. You can go to you can go to Tampa for like two hundred. Could have gone to game three and four for like two hundred. Very cheap tickets out Mm -hmm. there, guys. I'm not gonna take your time. I gotta make my my run in. Reg, great to see you. Hope things are. These are well with you. Uh, yes. We are doing an NBA draft. Uh, watch along at 745. If either of you guys would like to jump in on that, let me know, and I'll send you the link. But, yeah, so 745, NBA draft. Watch along right here on Fightful Overbooked. So bunch, NBA draft, baby. Yep. That's right. Myself, well, SP3, a here. bunch of guests. What? Okay. Yeah, yeah finish we're, up. Before I have to kick you off this channel, Will, so we can do our NBA draft. Yeah, on this we're wrestling almost channel. done. We're talking about the main event on this wrestling <laughs> channel. <laughs> guys, love you guys. Appreciate you guys. Everyone, watch Grab Sodi. I know Will's like to be there this week. SB3 is going to be there, though. SB3 yep, is on yep. the NBA watch along. Grab Sodi, noon Eastern on Saturday. Great interview with Red Velvet. You guys, uh, I got the, the early peek at that and great interview. Uh, you guys doing doing that so appreciate it you guys are awesome doing doing good shit as always yeah bye guys all right uh we got a fuck stan Kroenke going here i don't know he owns the nuggets and the abs and so is the is there buzz out there in colorado for this hockey thing oh yeah yeah Yeah, it's crazy everybody uh, i literally just I, i mentioned i left uh a picnic it was all everybody was talking about um because look, man, Nuggets are, are obviously out. Basketball season's mm-hmm. over now. Yep. But again, long as we lose to the eventual winner, I don't it's mind fine. that so much. I'm mm-hmm. always like, look, as long as our loss wasn't in vain. If we lose to somebody who then goes and gets themselves eliminated, it pisses me off because then I feel like, what the fuck did you guys do that for? Mm-hmm. Losing to the champs, though, not so bad. Uh, which is why I was angry at Phoenix last year. And because uh, look, all y'all had to do was keep going, and you didn't. You did before that though. Lakers went on and got the championship. Mm-hmm. Uh, but either way, Nuggets, that's done. Uh, 
football season hasn't started yet, but we do have Russell Wilson, so that'll be exciting. Very uh, exciting. And I know my Russell Wilson's were... on the Broncos. Wow. Yeah. That's how out of the NFL <laughs> I am. Like, whoa, that's crazy. Yeah, I did not know yeah, that. That's we haven't seen him. We haven't even seen him in a jersey yet. I don't whoa. even know what that's gonna look like, but uh Look, one of the running get to jokes. see Sierra. She's gonna be out there dancing and shit. Oh yeah, be she's great. been. She's just around town now. All of a sudden now. Oh, she's that's been, awesome. She was courtside at Nuggets games, and it was like Sierra just lives here now. That don't even make any sense. That Sierra, doesn't make sense. I could just pass her at the, the, the at Target and probably wouldn't even know it. But this is just, she's here. This is just the world <laughs> we live in now. <laughs> the Sierra just lives here. In Love town. it. Mm-hmm. Don't even. That, I can't even comprehend this. Right. Uh. But yeah, so everybody's just excited about uh, hockey right now because oh, good for y'all. The thing we have going for us, because look, um, the Rockies are, are ten games under five hundred, so like baseball is also not in our favor. <laughs> so <laughs> it's just hockey's what we got. Hockey's it, yeah. Hockey's it, and we got a chance at a championship. We're one game away. So Dope. I'm down. Uh, Ricardo says, uh, love for my dudes, Will and Reg. Great work, y'all. Yeah. Peace, Ricardo. And Jake says, hell yeah, Will. We get to see Russ take us to the promised land. I hope, uh, look, 10 years ago, almost to the day, the Broncos traded for Peyton Manning. And people said, oh, Peyton's old. He's washed. And then he ended up taking us to the Super Bowl twice. Now, granted, one of those was embarrassing, but the other Ooh. one got, we got the ring. So and bad. so here we are 10 years later, some people saying the same thing. Picked up Russell, uh, Russell Wilson. Everybody's like, uh, he's, he's washed. washed. Yeah, he's mm-hmm. washed. It's not going to happen. Maybe, or he's got another rod left in him. Guess I don't I think he's thinking. washed. I think he can, I think he'll be able to put it together. Yeah. I, I'm excited for the season. Let's we'll see what happens. See what happens. Uh, and yeah, but anyway, this main event. Main event was a lot of fun. Uh, yeah. And Moxley got the show out. Moxley uh, got to say the F word on TV again. He did. They got to remind <laughs> us that Moxley is like every time he was in the ring with Chris Jericho, they're like, this is the first time these two have actually been in a ring together in a regular match because they face each other in anarchy in the arena. Mm. Uh, but they got to have an actual match since. And they were bringing up all the history. They were like, Moxley hasn't forgotten getting his eye jabbed out by Chris Jericho mm-hmm. and uh, and all of this. Yeah, Moxley got to, to flip off uh, Sammy and Ty. Match itself is a solid B. I mm-hmm. had fun with the match. The post-match was weird. Pretty so weird. So I looked up. Match was over with five minutes to go. Mm-hmm. And I thought, five minutes? What are they gonna do? Another angle, and then people started coming out, and I'm like, "Oh yeah, they got blood and guts." They got to week. do the jam pack, the blood yeah. and guts. Is no, next they've week, also yeah. got to promote blood and guts. That's okay. Uh, we'll get there. And then they did this moment where it was too cluttered. Everybody too was brawling around the ring, but Tanahashi and Moxie were supposed to be staring each other down in the middle of the ring. I got all of that, and I got what they were going for, but it went way too long mm-hmm. and to the point of where Moxley and Tanahashi are kind of looking awkward as fuck mm-hmm. just standing there not doing anything while all of this is happening yeah I agree I thought it was it got too 
I get what they were doing, but they should have just held off on that to like the very last second. But having them just in the ring while the chaos is going on, I didn't really. I didn't. Nah, like it, it was yet. a silly looking ending. Didn't like yeah. it. Uh, didn't work the way they. But ran. I'm super excited about that match. I think that's going to be super fun. I loved Mox's uh, promo earlier in the the show. I like him doing those little backstage things, just like. Give Mox a minute. Let him talk. He's going to – he always cooks in those, I, in those situations. I want to see Mox as champ again. I think mm-hmm. that uh, he's still the – I think he's the GOAT AEW champ still. I mm-hmm. think that – and the weird thing is he never got it in front of a crowd. Right. Um, he, had, he got to have one entrance in front of a crowd. Mm-hmm. He came through the crowd one time with the belt. Yep. And, that, and I was there. Uh, I know that show because I was at that show. Uh, and then – a week later, everything shuts down, and Moxley didn't get to have that anymore. And I'm ready to see him have a run with the championship draped on his shoulder. Yep, and and get to be the guy on the show again. Mm-hmm. Listening to Moxley on the sessions today, uh, I felt it. I felt everything he had to say there, and I felt his story. I, as a non-alcoholic i've always heard about how hard withdrawals can be mm-hmm. but i guess the one thing i hadn't heard it from or heard about it from was like directly from somebody who's had to deal with it who mm-hmm. was literally using alcohol to level themselves out uh, to just feel normal and that quitting was actually going to make them feel like they had a heart attack and just hearing them it's it's and hearing renee's side and hearing how much they were like in the process of moving and right before he right before they were about to move he checked himself in the rehab it's crazy stuff crazy mm-hmm. stuff great stuff though redemption story here we go baby back in the saddle john moxley's challenging for the AEW world championship on sunday against tanahashi and he's and been he's- having really the best year of honestly i feel like the year he kicked off with where he was like nah i'm back and I'm back in full, and I'm just going to start having great fucking matches yep. everywhere I go. Mm-hmm. Uh, whether you've got me wrestling in GCW, whether you've got mm-hmm. me wrestling in AEW, whether you've got me wrestling in Defy, I'm John Moxley. I'm here to show who I am, and I'm going to show it to the world. And, you know, Moxley was one of the first people, one of the loudest people, I won't say the first, but the loudest person to talk about house shows and how much he hated them. Mm-hmm. And uh, I said all that because for Moxley, what he feels is a better substitute for house shows is, and he said this at the time, he was like, just let me go work somewhere else. Right. You know, he's like, it's not that I don't want to work those other days, but, you know, I want to, I'd rather be working in this country here, this uh, indie here or something else. But like just having me do these matches, doesn't make any sense to me and uh, i see you smiling reg because like that that's like to your strongest point uh like moxley is the fulfillment of everything you were saying exactly yeah it's like he does it's not that he doesn't want to wrestle 20 times he just doesn't want to wrestle the same person 20 times for these super low ass stakes that's pretty much it he wants mm-hmm. to be out there he wants to be entertaining the crowds but just give him a different surrounding to do it sometimes sometimes he wants to be in front of 200 people instead of 2000 sometimes he wants to be in front of 10,000 people like he wants to be able to choose 
how he's doing it. And since he's been doing it, it's been amazing. Like every time, like I've said before, every time he's in GCW, the energy there is like nothing else. No, there's not a lot of people that carry this energy with them, with their fans, with everything that he does. So this is really amazing to see. I'm excited to see Moxley win the championship again, because like you said, he's been having an incredible run. So I think it's going to be dope. Yeah. It's going to be an exciting time. I'm excited. I want to see him have a run with the title. Uh, and even if it's an interim title, the fact that yeah. he's going to be the top guy on the mm-hmm. show again should be fun. It should be fun. Because, yep. like, I was thinking about, okay, uh, and, yeah, they're saying in the chat, they're talking about uh, John Moxie versus Tony Depp. And, like, yeah, that match yeah, is badass. He, he's getting to do the stuff that he wanted to do. He's doing it the way he envisioned it. Um, and uh, <laughs> Jake Salazar said there's been more Rollins versus Cody than there's been wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Uh, but, no, I mean, because, like, right off the bat, I'm like, okay, you could do a short-term program, Moxley versus Christian Cage. Yeah. Why not? Mm-hmm. Uh, you could do, there's a lot you could do with Moxley right now. Yeah. And then, honestly, to me, the big payoff is Moxley versus CM Punk. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, I'm in. There's so anyway, much history between that, we know. So, yeah. It's, I'm going to be like I, I'm going to act like I haven't seen the ratings already. Let's do some ratings reports, shall we? <laughs> uh, because normally at this point in the show, we, we air a little bit earlier. The ratings come out during the show. I've already seen them. Everybody's already talked about them. According to Show Buzz Daily, AEW Dynamite uh, did 878,000 viewers, 0.31 rating. That is good enough to be number one on Wednesday night in uh, on cable. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm curious where it did relative to broadcast TV. Uh, that was number 11. Number 11 total throughout the whole night. So there was what 10 people above them. Uh, I was yeah. looking at them and it was like the prices. I'm like, people are watching the prices right at 9 p.m. What's going on? Here? Yep. Why is it doing numbers like this? Yeah, it basically everything on broadcast beat it, uh, right. as I'm seeing. Uh, except so you think you can dance. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, dynamite beat so you think you can dance. Let's go. Uh, but everything else pretty much uh, beat it. Master Chef, Price is Right, the Stanley Cup, of course. Yeah, Price is Right at night, like doing numbers. I thought those people were asleep by that time. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, number one on cable though. And yeah. So like, uh, they're not having the benefits that that Vince is having. I think Tony yeah. Khan's gonna have to have Ooh. himself a couple of affairs because. Uh, I know. The- Damn, they went up since the NBA has dropped out. WWE's like, whoop, let's get that. Like, yeah, no, so. they got a, a bump from all that. But also, Ooh. Riddle versus uh, Roman did really well. Yeah, did, did, I um, see that it did some that pretty did a phenomenal huge numbers. That did like two and a half million uh, mm-hmm. as a match. And that and, sounds pretty insane in this day and age, you know? I mean, I've said, I've said time and time again, um, hey, guys, the idea that wrestling doesn't draw is horseshit. Yeah. Um, that the there's not going to be 8 million people like in 98 but they still are drawing it's just but like you know vince russo you know his favorite point to make is that the biggest minute for minute draw of the attitude era was rock this is your life so it wasn't even a wrestling match people don't like wrestling blah 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 except minute for minute sure but uh the biggest drawing segment of the attitude era was the Undertaker versus Stone Cold for the WWF Championship in July of 1999? Mm-hmm. And my point there is that it was a match people wanted to see, 
between wrestlers people want to watch. Yep. And it drew big. Yeah. Same with this past week. Roman Reigns, Riddle. It was a match people wanted to see. There were stakes. It drew big. Mm-hmm. On the AEW side, Brian Danielson versus Hangman Adam Page for an hour drew huge for them. Yep. And grew throughout the hour. Kenny versus Brian Danielson also grew huge for them throughout that half hour. Point being, the idea that wrestling doesn't draw is bullshit. Yep. Yep. If you make people, if it's people, if it's wrestlers, people want to see. That's it. The key is getting people to want to see them. But Mm -hmm. once people want to see them, the wrestling itself does draw. Absolutely does. Mm Mm-hmm. And I think it uh, like for WWE, for example, I keep thinking about that point you made about T- uh, Peacock and how there's so many more viewers on the Peacock compared to what the WWE network is. So a lot of those people are Roman. You guys are telling them Roman's the man. They really believe it. So they're going to tune in to watch them. They're going to tune in to yeah. watch you people say they're the best. And always stakes, 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 man. People love stakes. If you're going to put the WWE championship on the line, people are probably going to watch it. You put a, a championship on the line on your TV show, people are going to watch it. There's stakes. People love stakes. Yes. Usually medium. <laughs> I'm sorry. My kids just bought me a book of dad jokes and uh, I'm going to be running with those till the end of time. <laughs> oh, that was your father's day gift? Uh, yep. I love uh, it. Van Twin Blade says 2D versus Outlaw just announced. Let's go, baby. Belt for belt. Wow, that's fire. That's going to be a big match. The energy in that building is going to be super. Now, that said, uh, because I noticed that uh, Kenny in the chat had said, Reg is the best guest that you have on Will. You should have him on more often. Did you know I do a show with Reg every Saturday? Uh, What does that come on? (laughs) Noon Eastern a.m. Pacific at youtube.com slash Fightful. It's called Grap City. Did you know me and Reg even doing a show together led to the launch of Grap City? Um, This is... We just do it. Yeah, it's it. We have... uh, We do. We do it. That's us. Now, every Saturday, you can watch us. I woke up, wake up at 9 a.m. and I talk and we do it. We love it. It's great. It's even better when Phil's here. So, uh, catch the three of us. Not this week. Yeah. SP3 is one of my favorites. He was one of my favorite guests I had here on this show. Yeah. SP3 is going to be filling in for me this week. And that's only because Will's going to be, Will and Phil, Phil already lives in Chicago. They're going to be on location this weekend, forbidden door, getting lit. It's going to be fire. I'm so excited for all my friends and everybody that's going to be in attendance. It's going to be, it's at the United Center. Yep. It's going to be, oh my God, the energy is going to be electric. And uh, I'll also be also be at Warrior Wrestling or Warrior Wrestling this week as well. So yeah, um, that's going to be great. And my guest next week here on Day After Dynamite is the one and only Samira. Um, And uh, yeah, she's always great. Wrestling media, I love when everybody links up. I know, right? Yeah, no, and I get to see her at like every event. She's always great. Yeah. Um, And but we've never done a podcast together, so I'm actually excited for her to get to jump on and do a little bit of uh day after dynamite she'll be on next wednesday uh and we'll be talking blood and guts it's actually going to be one of the shortest episodes we've done since it's only going to be that first half and then an hour-long blood and guts match Mm -hmm. uh but that's it set for this edition of day after dynamite thank you for being with us on your thursday evening 
For Righteous Reg, I'm Will Washington. We will see you next time and have a great day. Peace. Catch those springtime vibes all over Arizona. Break out of the winter blues by hitting the water at one of our lake and river parks. Take a hike among the wildflowers. Just make sure to stay on the trails and leave the flowers for the bees. Discover Arizona's best kept secret and visit azstateparks.com slash amazing to start your springtime adventure.